Some of the actors are making movies now, but how badly did it impact Hollywood? Seriously, like the movies and all that. Hey. Hi, Suzanne. How are you? Can you hear me? I can hear you very well. Hey, Suzanne. Hey, Kara. How are you? We're doing well. How are you? How do you know that's Kara, Suzanne? I just know. What? I just know. Women. <laughs> yeah. You guys are all the same, aren't you? I know. We can't uh, help it. Hey, uh, Tina, before I forget, because she'll kick my ass. Yeah. She was gonna, she was going to be on today, but she she's very stressed out because we've been upgrading our kitchen. How's she doing? She's mean as hell. <laughs> oh, that's what happens when you take a kitchen away from a woman. They don't I didn't do that. <laughs> I see. That's that's the bullshit thing here. It was her idea. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's always your fault. Don't you get it by now? Yeah. <laughs> Why you know, I have this conversation. Give up the ship, dude. It's always going to be your fault. I know. Well, if I give up the ship, I'm done. No, you're going to be a happy no, I just, I, I'd rather take a beating <laughs> over and over again. I know you're a fighter, so you're going to take the, the rough way out. Oh, man. Give up the ship. It's, your life is going to be smooth sailing because it's, oh. yes, darling, yes, darling, yes, darling. There's nobody to fight with. <laughs> Speaking of the... I'm right, yeah? Uh, well, I guess so. I mean, you're using female logic, but that's okay. Hey, uh, in case you're uh, wondering or care... The uh, reason I call this podcast the fishbowl because is because I use it as a uh, as a metaphor for life. Like we're all in this we're in this big giant fishbowl, and sometimes the fishbowl things look distorted. Sometimes the water's murky, and sometimes there's a bunch of piranhas in there just eating your ass, and it <laughs> seems like everything is going wrong. That's my take on on life, and so this is why we call it the fishbowl. Okay. Sometimes I, you get fish too. I can tell that you really care. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> anyway, so Tina, she told me to give you her best. Please tell her hello for me. I, hey, uh, I had such a great interview with you guys. It was so nice for you to have us over to your home and everything. And yeah, that was fun. Yes. Hey, so tell me, how's it been over there in Make Believe Land where you guys live? Uh, dead. Yeah. But I, I, I noticed that uh, a lot of it's coming back. Yeah. You know, one of the things I, only thing that I really like, I mean, I think LA is just too busy, but I also like the, the craziness to a degree, you know, when I go down there. And when I went down there after this happened, it was spooky. It was really weird, like apocalyptic spooky, right? I haven't been there yet. Well, yeah, it's one, um, I think because cause I've lived here for 40 years, 
I think one thing about it was that we've never had anything like this. We've had the riots. We had the riots in the 80s, right? Yeah. yeah. We've never had anything to this extent, and everybody was just really freaked out. Oh, man. We are freaked out still, but I see the economy's coming back. Rodeo Drive's open. A lot of businesses are open. Uh, on Friday and Saturday night, it's the last day of Earth of Eating on planet Earth. It's so packed. Yeah. Everybody's in masks or you get a ticket. And you're and we're now instead of dining inside, we're eating on the street, which is really Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, that's what we're doing here too. With the dirt from the buses and the cars kind of gives that extra flavor. Some of this logic makes absolutely no sense. I don't know. It's but you know, I guess uh, it is what it is. I hate that saying, but it kinda is what it is. I mean, yeah. I was just thinking about it last night. And I was realizing that I miss the simplest thing. Like, I just miss going to the movie theater. Yeah. Like, uh, like that's the smallest thing, but I miss it so much. Or going to, you know, we have um, here in town, we have this private, small, awesome little theater where they do, um, people in this town will actually do like a play. Yeah. And I loved going to that thing. It's super small, very intimate. And it's the kind of place where you used to go back in the day when people would do like poetry readings and you would have to like snap your fingers instead of clap really loud. You know, those kind of places never did that in movies. You've never seen like a little no. dim lighted place like that. No. Well, you're just pathetic. So point being, I miss that kind of place. Just going there and watching a little play go on. But yeah. You know, uh, Suzanne, there was one great thing about it when yeah. all this went down. I can get down to LA in like 20 minutes sooner when all this oh, happened. Yeah. And, it, and, be, and when it first started, it was easier than that. I remember getting on the freeway to go somewhere and I was like, me and there. ours. Yeah, it was it was great actually, but, but now, I'd, rather, I'd rather have it when it's, there's energy. And I went down on July 4th, yeah. when I, probably the first time I went down after this happened. And I don't know, man, it was just, it was weird. I stayed on the beach, but, you know, and then, then you have to deal with, because I'm one of those guys with regards to masks. I don't, I don't believe in wearing a mask. That's just my opinion. And I know we all have one, but anyway, especially if I can distance, but it was like, all of a sudden it seemed like we turned ourselves into people were snitching on you and judging you. And I'm okay with that, but it's like sickening to me. Well, why don't you keep your curtains closed at night so people can't look at you? You know they don't. <laughs> huh? Huh? No. I had a pretty good time July Fourth. Uh, it's it's um, I don't really I don't really like. Are we? Is are other people listening to us right now? No. Excuse me. I said, are other people listening to us right now, or just me and you and Kara? Just you and I, Kara. I don't really like people. I agree. I don't like people. I like uh, I spend twelve hours, ten hours a day in front of my computer. Yeah. So for me, it's great for me to just walk out my house. I run into somebody walking a dog. Hey, hi, hi. I feel like a human being again. Then I crawl back into my cave yeah. and work for another eight hours. So it hasn't been as bad on me because I live at my desk anyway, as it has been some people. Um, I do miss going out for drinks with the girls or, or a, a nice dinner out or something like that. Yeah. And I'm a real stickler for wearing masks. And everybody here is wearing masks. Yeah. Really appreciate. I don't want somebody spitting in my face or on my eye. Yeah. So that's good. But as far as the other things, 
the thing that I that we are having trouble with, I have two grandkids, seven and eight. What lives do these kids have none? They're doing yeah. the, the homeschooling. It's the stupidest thing I ever saw in my life. I agree. Uh, no Fourth of July. Now no no Halloween. No yeah. parties. It sucks. Really yeah, does. it does. Yeah, that's kind of bad, though, especially for the kids. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm still, I'm still going to try and do something. Speaking of, um, you know, I, I'm in a, I've been in the, I guess you could say the people business. I mean, I've had studio, but I'm like you, Suzanne. I mean, I think it's just because I've been around too long now and I'm cranky and I don't like most people, even in my studio. I don't like most of them that are here, but whatever. Well, I'm only doing this interview for you. Oh, <laughs> I, I put it off as long as I could. And finally, I go, you look like an asshole. Stop. Uh, because I've had people want to do this kind of thing with me before, but I really don't want to. Yeah, I don't. Have, I've said so much already in <laughs> in print. I don't know. If there's other words that can come out of my mouth that are like suitable for an audience. A yeah, well, you don't have to be suitable for our audience. This is anything goes oh, here. So just let her go. Just let this shit go. <laughs> this one, just, this is. If you can't stand me, you fucking just tell me. This that. is his personal podcast where anything, anything and everything goes. goes. And what's up with the gyms and stuff? That's the sucky part too. Yeah. Well, you know something? Uh, yeah, it is. And, and a lot of these gyms, I think, are unfairly being closed. My my take on this is, and I understand sort of the logic because. A lot of a big gathering, like the Gold's Gym, the big box gyms. Right. I get, I get that. But on the other hand, generally speaking, yeah. In my opinion, the gym is actually where you want to go because usually healthy people are out those gyms. And you know, I said it right from the beginning, and I took heat. I never close, and I'll tell you why. But anyway, you know, this is about building your immune system, and the worst thing that you can do is is hide and be inside of a building until you think it's safe enough to go out because the minute you go out guess what you're going to be exposed you have to be otherwise you know what they're doing here they're holding stuff in the parking lot they're uh, they brought uh, they the gyms are staying open i i don't know all of them but around me my area they're open but they have stuff that's going on in the parking lots yeah. uh, like nice stuff while ground covering or something to people and the people are out there like crazy, 20, 30, 40 people yeah. out like crazy in parking lots and front yards of them. Yeah. The the gym is so important right now. Oh, man, it's off that and bars and, and restaurants. I feel so bad for them. You know, yeah. they're trying to make it outside. But, you know, you, I, you can't make enough money to maybe they're just barely breaking even. You can't. I mean, you need more. more I'm going to tell you, if you came down here, you came down. Hang on one second. Can I have Yun call you back? What'd you say? I'm on the radio. Oh. <laughs> okay, bye. Uh, so, uh, with one thing here, uh, if you come down here on a Friday or Saturday night, Cannon Drive, or Spago, Via Laura, it's like the last day of eating on the earth. Because I'm not kidding you, the streets are packed. The restaurants are packed. People really? are waiting in lines. Now, the city of Beverly Hills has told the people, yeah, and when you get a minute, here's my phone, can you call Marina for me? So uh, in the, um, they've given people the leeway to have where the parallel parking used to be. Yeah. That's now trees and tables are on the street. Wow. Yum, yum. Yum, yum. 
Yeah, real young. Are they, wow. Are, are they social distancing on the streets? Yeah. Are they? Pretty good. And uh, everybody here, you have to wear a mask or you get a fine. Oh, first, God. Times 500, then, a, or no, 250, then 500, then 1,000. Nobody walks around without a mask, which oh. is good. And then when they're eating, of course, you got to take your mask off. Yeah. We went to, I went to Ocean Prime last night to eat with a girlfriend. Here, did you get my phone? Here. I went to... Um, is that your son? Just turn it off, Jan, when, when you finish. Is that, is that your son? No. It's oh. the guy that he does... Jan, he does all the photography for my, oh. for my newsletters and the magazine. Right. Say hey. Hey. Hi, Leo. Hi, Leo. This is Jan. Hey, good to see you. He's nice. the brains behind the operation. Nice to meet you. All right. You're lucky you get to work with Suzanne every day, right? How lucky. That's amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I paid an extra to say that. <laughs> <laughs> nice talking to you. Anyway. Uh, so anyway, um, I went to Ocean Prime last night, which is on the corner of Wilshire and Camden. And it's a very hot spot to go to at night. So what they've done is they put up this plexiglass between the booths. So you're still sitting booth to booth. But the booths now are, they're, they're big round booths anyway, but now you, they'll put two in a booth and then you've got plexiglass around you. The waiter's wearing masks, everybody's coming. I, this is like my third time I've eaten in there. I feel very safe doing it, but at least you're getting out. That's true. Yeah. At least you can get a bite of food out. Yep, yeah, that's true. But you don't like, you know, I've run out of hand things to open. I'm like, literally, I've had yeah. it. Yeah. It really, you know, even like my place, I never closed not one time because, uh, you know, I'm not a gym as much as I'm a studio. It's uh, by appointment only. It's private. I was able to follow the guidelines, even though they keep changing all the time, it seems. Uh-huh. And but I was but they tried to shut me down three times uh, so far because they kept categorizing me as, um, you know, as a gym. And I told them, look, I'm I'm I can I can use social distancing. I can control my environment. You know, but sometimes it's just hard to get through the, to the people when they have this idea. Of course, they're just doing their job, but they really don't, you know, they're using one one sort of rule to apply to everybody, and that's not always fair, you know. But I tell you what's crazy, uh, Suzanne, is I, I knew I was going to take some heat, but being open during that time, I had people that were, like, on Instagram going out and saying, why is this place open? And they were, like, tattletailing, you know. Yeah. And, I mean, I get some of that. But when you don't really know the whole story sometimes, and, you know, a lot of people, you know, we, uh, people are, sometimes they don't know shit, and yet they're saying whatever. We had that here with the salons, tattletailing going on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all, it was awful. And I was like, okay, like, but they're, they're pretty good. The salons are pretty good here. But nevertheless, um, you know, it, people are broke. Yeah. They need money. How are they? I want. I want a social distance. I want to do all the things that to help this virus move along. Did I shut this door? It's okay. Two uh, dogs barking. I have forty-five dogs here. Um, uh, so I understand the social distancing. I understand all of it. I want this virus to go, but people are need money. Yeah. Hey Suzanne, you know that as soon as the election's over, this is going to be gone. What? It's virus. Yeah, it's all going to be gone. Don't start saying stuff like that. Well, I, I think that's such a lot of political. I don't think that. I want it to be gone. 
It's going to be gone. I want it to be gone. Let's wait and see what happens. I would love it to be gone. It's going to be gone. You heard it here first. <laughs> okay, you call me. <laughs> call me. If it's not... After the election, you give me a call. Let's go state. Okay, I'll give it a week. There's a little bit of delay. <laughs> no, no. You said day after the election. That's it. Okay, I'll stay by that. Okay. The only thing is, is you know where I live. Not only do I know where you live, but I have your pictures. Maybe I'll just do a whole... Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, no, you, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Yes. Hey, uh, how's this really? Um, I know that uh, some of the actors are making movies now, but how badly did it impact Hollywood? Seriously, like the movies and all that. The Emmys? Excuse me? Did you see the Emmys? I did not. Neither did anybody else. <laughs> I knew that that's what she meant. <laughs> so has it just been like, I mean, has Netflix been doing stuff? I mean, have they gotten around a little bit or no? You're, you're, it, yes, but um, the the one bad thing that could happen out of all this is they have, um, they're now doing, um, uh, instead of them having the red carpet uh, openings for a movie, now what they're doing is they're selling them to like a Netflix or whatever channel they have. So they're now saying those those red carpets cost millions of dollars to do. Yeah. These movies that upcoming movies that are, are big right now, if they do good by putting them on Netflix and selling them for 30 bucks, 40, 60 bucks to watch it, they, we may never have those again. Oh, man. They can say we can make more money by just putting it on a Netflix or putting it on Disney or wherever people spend 50, 60 bucks, 100 bucks they'll spend to rent that movie. And then they'll say, why do we ever need to have a, a uh, you know, red carpet event again? We don't need to. That's I'm, sure, I'm sure that would, wouldn't that also impact going to the movies as well? I mean, if you're watching at home at Netflix, you don't have to go to the movies anymore, right? Yes. That sucks. Yeah. Well, now, that it sure. does, but think about this. You go to a movie, you're spending... I don't know, 30 bucks a ticket, 25, whatever it is, you go in there. You're spending another, you're buying popcorn, candy, hot dogs, drinks. So by the time I leave a movie with my crowd, I spend maybe a couple hundred bucks. Right. So I can get a six pack of Coke and put some, you know, Colonel Sanders, whatever popcorn is, buy the movie and I'm set. So I yeah. got a screen, huge ass screen to watch movie time. Yeah. That's what I've been doing with my son because he still needs these little movies and they advertise the Disney ones coming out and I just pay $30. I mean, both of our tickets would have been $15 here anyways. It's a huge hit for the industry. So it's like that 30 bucks is kind of what I would normally pay anyways. Yeah, I mean, I was over there. Hollywood Boulevard is like dead. All of the, where's where they, they used to have all of the screenings and everything. Um, And I'm not saying it won't come back. I kind of like those things because it brought excitement to it. You got to see your favorite stars and stuff. Yeah. Emmy sucked. And the and the Oscars, I don't think, are going to be much better. Everything's canceled. People were calling me hysterical. All of the gifting suites are canceled before the events. Two, three days before the events, all people come to get, you know, get for the gifting suites canceled. All of the charity events. Do you get my newsletters or no? I believe, yes, I get them every once in a while. Not all, I don't get them all the time. 
make sure you text me your your uh Clara, you make sure you text me yours too, so I make sure I have the right ones for you guys for okay. you. You do it every month? Uh, the magazine, like the last magazine we had uh, Michael Phelps on the cover. Uh-huh. We did a great interview with him. Um, but anyway, the uh, I still cover the charities. I promote them because there's a lot of celebrities, millions, still raising millions of dollars. But now it's all virtual. Yeah. There's no going to an event. Right. Or they used to charge was thousands of dollars to buy a table to sit at one of these events. Right. Yeah. You know what, Suzanne? I did see something. Um, it was on a website and there would be, um, for example, just one actor and he'd be giving away uh, an hour Zoom session with himself if you paid this much. And then another one would actually take you for a drive in their car if you paid this. And I, was, I saw that. So you're talking about something like that for raising money? Yeah, that's what they've got. They've got... Um, you know, uh, exactly what you said. Now they've got a thing where there's um, uh, they're selling private, never before public scene or sold or whatever uh, memorabilia from the Beatles, from the Rolling Stones. Uh, the Barbara uh, Davis, she does that uh, that drive for uh, MS every year. Huge, huge event with every star political person is that. The tables... 30, 40, 50, $100,000 tables. Yeah. Everything's virtual. Yeah. I heard it, you know, because of the celebrities, but all all they're seeing is the face and then a little write up by me. That's what they're seeing. Or they can zoom in and then you've got to pay to zoom in, which I don't know how it's doing, but it can't be doing as good as the real thing. Yeah. No, I, I, are dead. Yeah. Beverly Wilshire. You know those cement things that you can see on freeways to keep the cars from going in different yeah. That is the entrance and exit to the Beverly Wilshire. Is that right? Yeah. That's sad. Yeah, no bars are open. No. You go to a restaurant to eat, you can get a drink. But the re- the hotels, it's like the dead zone. The, Beverly, the, the uh, Beverly Hills Hotel, Peninsula, Waldorf, all of them. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. So how is it impacting you? I know when this happened, even though I was able to stay open because of what I told you, our, our business took a 50% hit right off the bat because people were just freaked out, as you know. I mean, totally freaked out about this thing. Um, so how did this impact, like, with your business and your magazines, or your magazine? Well, it, 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 uh, I'm making money on the newsletters because I'm still covering doctors. I'm covering different businesses, so I'm making some bucks. Not like on the magazine, it's gone. The print is gone now, right now. Wow. Everything has gone online because you can't really distribute to the hotels and there's nobody in the hotels anyway. Mm. Oh, we yeah. can't distribute door to door because a lot of it, we couldn't go door to door to distribute. The newsstands yeah. look like a, a whirlwind swept them. There's hardly any magazines on there. Um, but I'm keeping people, I'm keeping the magazine up to snuff uh in the public guide with the newsletters yeah i'm keeping it alive i don't i think i don't see the print coming back because we don't know but what i um i just finished a book that it's called um uh every woman's uh life and it's uh the truth lies uh myths and tricks of the trade we use in life oh interesting finish that we're on a final edit so it's kind of, I've got about 25 years of uh, different stuff from 
all kinds of people across the board. Yeah. Uh, from uh, my some of my chapters are like aliens did it. They sucked our brains out of our heads for good women's bad decisions. Then I've got a chapter called Good Love and Gone Bad. Yeah. I've got she works hard for the money in the boardroom and in the bedroom. Some some cute that things. Sounds, some interesting so, chapters. I got that coming up, so I'm promoting that. And then um uh I will, you know, I'm gonna go to some PR people. They're still coming to me heavy with clients. If it fits, I don't do anything political. If it fits, um, it works health, fitness, wellness, which I was going to do you a couple of times ago, but then I got some like five, five lines from you. I didn't know what that meant. So I didn't do you. Five lines. Yeah. I think I was supposed to know what you wanted. Oh, I don't know. But, but, you don't care? But yeah, we'll work on it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'd like to do it again. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So, so, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Health and fitness and yeah. wellness. And then I do a lot of, I've got best-selling authors that are talking about uh, restarting your business, uh, yeah. how, to, how to get business over the internet, how to do, so it's all about that. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm getting a great, we have, uh, I don't know, we have probably about 50,000 emails or more that we that we're, you know, that it's going to. Hey, so, did you, uh, you, did know, you happen to uh, read or see today on the, I saw on, on TV, one of the news channels, that the celebrities were all um, doing a, a boycott for 24 hours on the social media platforms. Yeah, I saw that. What, what, what was that about? Um, they're, what it is is about, they don't want misrepresentation and lies on the internet. It's mostly aimed, I believe, at between me and you at the Republican Party, but there's a lot of crazy Democrats out there too. I that's I don't even go on Facebook that much because I can't stand what I'm seeing. But yeah. the whole thing is before somebody can say something, let's keep let's let's not have it a hate hate platform. Let's try to keep social media about building our businesses. Yeah. Trying to help each other, listening to the other one, maybe referring clients if we can. Let's try to keep it for, you know, you're an asshole and Trump sucks or yeah. he's a liar and you're a piece of shit, which that's what it's turned into. Yeah. So what they're doing is they're saying they finally, by blocking, are we ready? Yeah. Okay. No. No, you're all good. By blocking, by going after Facebook, Zuckerberg, by going after, uh, by going after, Instagram, they're starting to say, okay, if you're going to allow outright lies and nastiness on this thing, then we're not going to support you. Yeah. And a lot of the people pulled advertising, like with Facebook, they said, hey, don't just don't, if you see something's a lie and you print it anyway, then we're not going to give you millions of dollars a year in advertising. So Facebook's kind of cleaned up their app. Everybody yeah. have an opinion, for sure. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, it's tricky. To, yeah, it, it seems so weird. You know, I've been around long enough. I haven't seen anything quite like this where I'm, I mean, I, I usually am not, um, you know, too uh, worried about saying what I feel or think, you know, and I try to be, I, I, don't, I don't try to be uh, out there where it gets nasty but at the same time, it's almost like you see people being shut down and this country was built on freedom of this, that, and the other. And it seems like it's all gone away. 
you know? Well, I, I've never been, uh, like I said, I don't talk political uh, uh, in my uh, in editorials and stuff like that. I do share uh, my ideas. Um, uh, Trump's been a client of mine four times, okay? Uh, I've gotten to know him very well. I, I, I uh, don't share a lot of my ideas because uh, I don't know who I'm talking to. Yeah. And I can't afford to turn what turn the client away. Right. Keep my stuff to myself. Yeah. I can, it, it's about voicing your opinion. But I think the thing is, our whole way of life has become so threatening. Yeah. I pull up to a store, I'm scared to get out now. Yeah. It's sad. I, I mean, everything is upside down. Scared to get out. And you've got everybody's looking for a fight. And um, social media is crazy. I mean, I know so many people on social media. I read their what their posts are. I'm like, dude, could you like calm down a little bit here? Yeah. It's angry, yeah. vicious, nasty, um, and and it's it's what we're going through is breeding such contempt for one another. We'll we'll get we'll pull out of it, but it's really not nice. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen anything like this. And, you know, I've seen a few things now and you get opened up there in age, you see stuff that's happened, yeah. but nothing like this. This is for the first time in my life. I'm like, I'm, I'm worried. I'm more worried about, um, you know, like for my kids and their kids type thing. Oh my God. Our, our kids. But I'm, I'm just. My seven and eight year old granddaughter. I'm thinking these poor kids and even yeah. my two kids, you know, meet you and I, our uh, the baby boomers have managed to really make lives for ourselves. Yeah. We were given the advantage through our parents' hard work, whatever, to go after our goals and our dreams, and yeah. we've, we've done it. But our kids, we've kind of we've given them the more atmosphere to be a little bit more laid back uh, because they've got us as a base to help them to get a lot of stuff. Yeah. The grandkids and our kids, I'm looking at where, where, how are they going to achieve their? I dream? know. Yeah, yeah. They gonna make lives for themselves. How I know. I totally agree. I mean, even like we put up Tina's. She cracks me up. You know, she's from, as you know, Europe, Holland. And I'll tell you something, Suzanne. She's more probably more patriotic than anybody I know. To the point where she put up a flagpole, you know, big tall one that that just it's just showing the it's just the flag. That's it, the American flag. And here I'm thinking, you know, maybe we shouldn't do that because somebody's going to be upset about that and, and want to burn our fucking house down. I would have never thought about that ever in my whole lifetime about the flag, you know, no. it's, it's kind of like that we, now. We kind of went through this at the, with the Rodney King thing back yeah. in the day. I remember living in Beverly Hills, which is like a cocoon. And I remember every the uh, Coldwater Canyon, uh, all anything that could come into Beverly Hills was was blocked. You had to go different ways. And yeah. I was you know, North Beverly Drive and Franklin Canyon was blocked where we used to hike and stuff. And I remember watching the Rodney King thing before my eyes on TV and I'm going, where is that? Yeah. Where is that? And then I took my kids one day to the Beverly Center Yeah. on the corner of uh, Beverly and La Cienega yeah. to go shopping. Okay? Like that unconscious person. And we hear rock, screaming and all the bullets, guns, cannons, everything. Yeah. And we're like, what's that? Yeah, at your front door. Over the edge, Leo, of yeah. the parking structure in the Beverly Center. And the riot was there. So anything, 
west of La Cienega, you couldn't get through. So Beverly Hills was safe. Everything east of La Cienega was a murderous, horrible scene. Yeah. That We didn't even know it was, this is how stupid I was. I'm like, where's the riot? <laughs> Where is it? Well, we're, we're still eating out. We're shopping. Yeah, oblivious. It's over there. Yeah. So, but not this time. No. And when I see photos and, and pictures of Portland and our their places are burning down, I'm thinking, wait a minute, this is the shit that I always saw in a third world country. And it's happening right now and, and right up the street. Between you and I and Kara, let me say, I'm from Utah. I have more guns in my house than ever, you probably have seen in your life. <laughs> let me say this to you. Do these asshole policemen have to shoot somebody 45 times in the back? If you're that bad of a shot, <laughs> I've been to gun classes. I've been to any class you can imagine. If you takes you eight shots to bring a guy to the ground, you need to find another job. Mm -hmm. Shoot him in the leg, in the ass, in the wherever. One shot. It's all this is doing, Leo, is giving food for more shit. If a guy, these black guys that have done this, passing out counterfeit, one beating a girlfriend, I'm not saying they're not criminals, but you have to kill them. Can't you shoot him in the ass and bring him to the ground and jump on him, handcuff him and carry him off? Because anytime you're shooting somebody seven times, that's not bringing somebody to the ground. That's rage. Yeah. And he's very Republican. He's, he was telling me about a, a, a SWAT team of guys. They're not SWAT team, but they're a team of guys that were called, getting called out to places to help bring the, some peace. One day, all eight of the guys walked in and quit. They go, we can't shoot. We can't protect ourselves. Our hands are tied. We're out. Yeah. So... Go ahead, send police out. If some asshole's making a scene, if you have to shoot him, shoot him in the leg. Why open a machine gun like it's a machine gun Kelly and, and further the cause of another black guy dies, another this guy. It's taking away the crimes that they've committed and putting focus on the police. Yeah, crazy times, crazy times. It's horrible. Yeah. And I, I would never want to be a police right now. No. Hell no. Hell no. I'm a, that makes me want to stay inside. <laughs> that makes me, if I was a police, never want to go to a 911 call. Ever. Hell no. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, too crazy it's, we're, taking, we're, it, 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 it's, we're taking their power away, and that's really a bad thing. In fact, I, the, when I'm pulling up to like a, like a light or something like that now, I think about, you know, getting ambushed. I mean, it's crazy. The thoughts that are going through my damn head now, I don't like the it. The way the world is. I'm going to come live with you, Suzanne. <laughs> Forty-five. I have one between the seat of your car, like I do. I have. Uh, I'm into knives. I have about five knives in my car. Well, honey, you need, I think you need, you'd have to get pretty close for a knife. No, you know what I use in here? Serious, serious story before before we leave. I have a big. Uh, I don't know if you remember when you were here. I have like a six foot uh, a stick. It's like a dowel. Yeah. Really? Six foot? Yeah, six foot. Okay. <laughs> and what, By the time you get out of your car with this and drag that thing out of your trunk. No, I use it. I, I, I have it in my gym, in my studio. Oh, so you oh. have to drive back to your studio, get it. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm very confident. Anyway, uh, hey, Suzanne, I really, you know, the, the idea of you being on the show was actually from the devil that lives in my house, Tina. 
And so she's very sorry she couldn't be here, but you know, like I said, I'm to be here. It's my fault that she's going through this. Yeah. Well, anyway, and, and I fucking headaches and all this, that, and the other. I got a headache too. Come out in the pajamas. I know, but you haven't had a headache for forty years like she has every day. No. You can't win that match with her. I promise you that. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, it was good seeing you. I'm, Very nice to talk with I, you. I do appreciate. I know that you're bombarded with stuff, and I do appreciate the fact that you uh, came on. And I love you guys. I love you. I I love everything that you stand for. I, oh, I appreciate that. I do. You're like you. Every all your articles have been amazing, and uh, the advice that you give is not uh, something to make money. It's heartfelt to get us to the next level. So I appreciate everything. Thank you, Suzanne, for coming on. And um, I want to be on, I'll have Kara reach out to you with some emails so we can get the newsletters and, and we'll go from there. Yeah, do. Okay? Okay. Bye. Bye, take, Suzanne. Take, take care of yourself. Be careful. Bye. Bye. Bye.